drop. All the hands will take you on a journey just a piece at a time. Delve into the mystery and wonderment. We can blow your mind. Every question will be answered. Nothing will be as it seems. At the turn of a page, you'll be amazed. You will cream your jeans. Overbooked, a comedy podcast ostensibly about books, you know, or whatever we feel like talking about things and book clubs, you know, wine. It's like book club. I I imagine this is book clubs like in real life. Nobody ever talks about the books. No, I just threw wine in there because I felt like that was how that worked. It's weird looking at you this way. I know. Hold on. I'm all. Oh, yeah, that is weird. Isn't that weird? I don't like it. I know. Now, face to face. Now I feel like we're going (laughs) to (laughs) wrestle. <laughs> I, it's been a hot minute since we just played the theme song and introduced the podcast. Yeah, usually like we're twenty minutes in before we even say the name. Well, we then we remember we're doing a podcast. That's how it usually happens. <laughs> That's typically. Um, but I'm Jinx. Oh, and I'm Alicia. And, yeah, and Stephen, as always, is here. Stephen, back again. Overbooked. We said the book club you wish you were in, and you and you are. are. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> just by tuning in on that dial. <laughs> so today, yeah is a special crossover episode mm-hmm. because we are here with our friends Jack and Hel- Leal. Hello. hello. Hi, Hi Jack. Hi Leal. And Hi. they Hi. <laughs> You didn't bring a Steven. You get to borrow our Steven. Yeah, we don't right have a Steven. We ha- I'm our Steven. Yeah, we always ah. also the Steven. He wears I'm the, the Steven hat. I'm yeah. the Swiss Army. I don't know how you Steven. do it without a Steven. Well, Jack and Leal are the co-hosts of the podcast Star Trek. Star Trek sucks. That there is, is so hard. Okay, Star, <laughs> Star Trek, Trek sucks. It yeah. it does. So w- today's a crossover episode. So let's go ahead and start their episode. Hit yeah. it, gang. Come on, oh. Steven. Oh my God, Steven. You need a Steven. Yeah, yeah. No, see, this better, Steven. At least. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. We can we can just fade it out early. That's, that's fine. We don't need to. You might yeah, recognize a, that theme song. Yeah. As performed by Bert Nachos, also the performer of the Overbook theme song. They're really crushing the like crushing podcast, podcast theme yeah, song. The only yeah. the only podcast theme song band in Boise. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I totally thought that was Leal and I was looking at him the whole time you were talking and I was like, Why isn't his face moving? It's, <laughs> it's this new thing that we're doing. Headphones where, makes yeah, it weird. Where our voices have, have started to merge to become one, which is why oh. I need to get back into the habit of doing the Yuri vo- voice just No, yeah. no I don't I, think that's I don't fine. think that's the answer. <laughs> Anyway, we're all thrown off because I'm sitting on the wrong side of the table. Right. I am in my usual chair and it's nice. Yeah. I'll admit it. (laughs) This is also the first time that all four of us have recorded together uh, in several years. Yeah. Yeah. um, Since uh, since we used to do a show called uh, Am I Shouting, which I brought some extra uh, outtakes from Am I Shouting. It's it's like a little audio photo book. Scrapbook. Am I Shouting. Soundboard that I'll just I'll just pepper Mm -hmm. in randomly until Jack stabs me in the heart. What a treat. I didn't bring a well. Let's find Device, a weapon. We'll find one. We'll find one. We'll find one. <laughs> That's fine. I got a pen. <laughs> I have a knife in my pocket. Okay. All right. Oh, yeah, See, you gotta, gotta have a Steven. Needs it. <laughs> gotta have oh, a Steven. Oh, you know what? I do too. Not in my pocket, oh. but over here. I forgot. Hmm. We are well. Anyway, you know watch I mean. it, Cardoza. Yeah, yes. no, I'm well equipped. <laughs> I've already Cardoza. predicted it. I'm going to be stabbed today. Easy on the drops. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So th- this is going to fall into uh, bonus content for us because normally on the show we do uh, one show a week where mm-hmm. we actually watch Star Trek and then another show where a lot of times it's Star Trek, but sometimes it's something else. And um, Jack had uh, challenged me to actually read a book. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, several months ago, and I did it. I read a book. No, you didn't. You listened I, to an audio book. No, no, I re- no, not that one. That not that one. The yeah, other, yeah, the one that we're reading. actually here to talk about. Oh, did you actually read that? Yeah, oh, with your eyes. That's what we're here to talk about. Yeah. You read it with okay. pages in your eyes. I read yeah, it. With, I put it. I was on my Kindle, but yeah, oh, I okay. I read it in words. 
The, I so think the, that counts. the book is called The Sirens of Titan. So it was I reading for real. Yeah, no, I really I read it. Because oh. it's not available in audiobook, that's the only reason. But Oh, it but. is. I found a sample. Oh, really? I didn't listen to it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it's on Audible. Wonderful. So we figured, you know, what, what better episode to cross over. Right. Yeah, because you guys have read it. Mm-hmm. Did yep. you, have you read it also, Jack? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's one of my favorite You are novels. a reader. And I'm also a reader, which and, is why I've never been full. on the show before. <laughs> are you? Yeah. Yeah. Are you, that's, <laughs> are you still reading even in the pandemic? I read way more now. Do you? I wondered. Um, because oh. there's, go either way. Because there's nothing to fucking do now. That's true. Like yeah. all the things that distracted me from reading, those are all gone. That's true. Yeah. Like, so it's just reading. Going out, seeing my friends. Um yeah. Life. Yeah. For right. me, I found that things that I enjoy doing mm-hmm. are the things that I'm like, ah, I don't deserve them now. We're in the middle of crisis <laughs> and I'm just like not doing them at all. You know? Yes. So I wondered if it was the same thing. in the crisis. <laughs> well, if we're going to suffer, let's suffer. I would say my response to crisis is usually just rampant hedonism so no. yeah oh okay yeah okay um, i don't know where to look i don't know where i know it's so, so confusing I'm so everybody look at me all right okay <laughs> everyone look at steven okay well so so um i don't know how you guys have been handling the crisis but i'm not handling it well oh yes badly badly okay good I yeah, love not, it. No, I'm not just great. Um, i mean i could see tucker's totally behind it i can, <laughs> I can see how some people can really thrive <laughs> in this um, kind of environment. No, I mean, I think like I handled it by kind of having a meltdown and, and sort of reinventing my life. Um, oh, that's, that's where I'm, in, I'm at that stage now. That's where but, I am. You're ready? Okay. But I think the, re- the, reinvention, the reinvention has been good. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I guess I, guess I would say globally – uh, on a net, this is a good thing that's happened to everybody because I have reinvented oh, myself. Okay, uh, for the greater good. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it's for the greater good. What yeah, double? Yeah. I was thinking about this the other day. No wonder you're reading so much. What double sucks for you, Jack, is that in real life you like to you like to do outdoors things where you run and hike and climb and generally use your feet and move your body, and you fucked up your foot. Yeah, so you can't even do that, which is a thing you could do. In this pandemic, right? It was one of the yeah one of the only uh, solaces that was left available to me, and my and my foot just decided to quit on me. <sighs> it's getting better, but yeah, the, yeah. That so makes yeah, I feel so bad for having it out there as an option and still choosing not to do it. Mm-hmm. Sorry, <laughs> it, you're really it sucks, <laughs> and I've been thinking about you, and I just want you to know that it's like oh god, that fucking blows. Anyway, I'm thinking about you. Well, heart love you. Hashtag. I've probably read my forty mind. novels this year. So really, oh my god, I was so excited because like yeah. I met my Goodreads challenge. <laughs> god, what was it? It was three, right? No, it was twenty-five. Thank you very much. <laughs> wow. Uh, wow. And your favorites? What were your favorites among them? Oh, I don't remember any of them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he, liked, he liked a new series called The Laundry Files. Those oh. were fun. Oh. Um, I just ear read the first one of those. It's very funny. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, those it. are those are fun. There's a, yeah. they're, they're, uh, Wait, Laundry Files? I feel files like you like actually undersold it when you... So Jack described it to me, but Jack... Is, so there is... Um, What's the, uh, the Cthulhu guy? What's the Lovecraft? <laughs> Lovecraft. Oh, there we go. Lovecraft. Oh, there is some there's un- a new show coming out. There's some underlying. Yes, I really uh, want to watch that show. Yeah. There's some under- underlying Lovecraftian themes, um, which were more familiar to Jack, but uh, and he was like not sure when he recommended to me whether I would fully appreciate them because I don't have that. Right, uh, and I'm a I'm a big old Lovecraft slut. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, listeners can't see Jack's shirt right now, but it just says Lovecraft slut in yep. block letters. Yeah, and it yeah. is a mesh tank top. <laughs> <laughs> so cool and breezy. I like mm, it. It's hot out today. But what I <laughs> what I appreciated about the books is that they're they're fun and easy to follow because like all that Lovecraftian and st- stuff that that requires other context, the way that it's written into the book, if you don't know that context, you just go, it's a thing. Yeah, it's just weird. Mm, yeah, um, okay. I guess. But yeah, you just, no, it's like a mashup of like classic british spy literature and then lovecraft and then like workplace comedy in the age of the internet oh. whoa that was a turn yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah, yeah so which you, are three things that you wouldn't think of to put no. together no, it d- seems no, like laundry it was like files like a file or like laundry files like oh a like a file. file yeah yeah like every every book is a is a 
quote unquote declassified file from this top secret agency uh, okay. that deals with magic in the occult. Yeah. Oh. oh okay. So it's like you've got a character who's. Uh, whose job for that evening is to go and like slay a Medusa or something. <gasps> this sounds like um, every TV show I love. And then he wakes up in it the does. morning because his yeah. phone is buzzing because his boss is asking him why he didn't make it to the 930 yes. meeting. Yeah. And then he goes into the office and has to deal with like the office accountant lady who's Leo bitching at him about his TPS reports. <laughs> well, no, no, but it's, Don't but he bring he up is, Firefly. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, <laughs> now, did do you find yourself okay? Well, a of all this, do you recommend <laughs> the series for our readers? Yes. Yes. Um, yeah, they're they're pretty light and breezy. Breezy. Yeah. What are you trying well, to yeah. say about what, our what readers? What are you implying about our readers or lack thereof? <laughs> oh no, I just mean if, if you're looking for something fun to read. For the okay. Good, okay. Yeah. yeah, they're a romp. Yeah. All right. Then what I was going to ask you was, Leal, do you find yourself reading more or less here in this in this timeline? Um, <laughs> so since I have been predominantly an ear reader for a long time and my job uh, prior to the bad times involved a lot of traveling. Oh. So I did a lot of uh, podcasts and audiobooks while I was on planes and stuff like right. that. Yeah. Um, so for the first several months, I was not listening to nearly as much uh, content, both podcasts and uh, audiobooks. And I just made a point recently of doing it more often, just putting my headphones in. Um, I, also, because I've been doing a bunch of home renovation shit. I was going to say, and, yeah. that was the next thing. was like, your Yeah, so I'm in the middle of Timeline has involved moats. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so I decided uh, long before the bad times that I needed uh, more space in my house and had everything all scheduled. And uh, now, yeah, I've been going through the process of living in my house while it's being torn, about, torn apart around me. <sighs> It's a lot like being in the movie The Money Pit. Is that yeah, as traumatic as they describe? Like, I, I imagine it would be. Don't you remember when they were like... doing my bathroom? Yeah, that was hard. And that was just your bathroom. Yeah. 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 What you, you're, you're putting on like a, a west wing. Yeah. Yeah. South wing, technically. But yeah. Mm, a nice oval office. Yeah. How many rooms? Mm. Like, what are you doing? Two rooms. It's uh, just under. It's like 480 square feet. So two new bedrooms and a bathroom. A new bathroom. Mm hmm. Mm. That's that's big. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to three from from two very small bedrooms in one bathroom to three bedroom three respectable size bedrooms and two bathrooms. You're making the two bedrooms one that are already there now. No, I'm actually making the living room into a bedroom, and then the two bedrooms where they are right now are going to turn into an extension of the kitchen dining living area. Oh my area. god! So this is a Whoa. full gut. This yeah. isn't like yeah, we're oh knocking my knocking my shit god. down in the middle of the house too. So. We're not there yet. We're just we're just on the addition right now. But yeah, God. once we start ripping out interiors, that's when I'm gonna have to move out of my house for a little while. Yeah, and yeah. Sleep in my parents' basement. <laughs> cool. Yay! You can come sleep in my murder basement. <laughs> that, that is fascinating. That it's like I mean, I guess you decided to do this before the the bad times, yeah. but. It's just fascinating to be like, okay, so you're reading a thousand times more and you're ripping your house apart. Mm. Okay, fun. I'm I also ripping my house apart, but not in such nearly a dramatic way. I've, I've also no, developed you're like a... you matting around uh, your house. Mine's like design on a dime. I feel like I'm living in a house. So... Uh, in, in addition to uh, reading an ungodly amount of books, Jack has also become obsessed with synthesizers. That's oh, yeah. yeah that's and, a new uh, thing, Jack. And I've become obsessed with guns. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yep. That's what we got going on. Yeah. I don't feel like I've, I've undergone any kind of transformation in these times. I am I am just right now yeah. approaching the part where it's like, I need a transformation. I don't know what that's going to look like yet. Right. Right now, I'm just going into design on a dime. Yeah. That's, that's a good one. That's a good start. It was fun. I never get to do that. <laughs> no. It's kind of Just fun. moving everything. Mm. Especially, and I know, eat the rich, but Amazon has been so <laughs> handy to just deliver the shit right to my house. I'm like, ah, right. oh, the beds are here. You know? Perfect. And this new trend, I was skeptical with the whole like bed in a box that you yeah, just yeah. like inflate, mm. like or just oh, like no, you open great. it and it like. <laughs> yeah. Those it's are like a foam thing. Yeah. yeah. I have one of those. I, I will say I've had it for. Coming up on four years now. Yeah. Um, it it does tend to start to sag after a while. It does. Yeah. You well, just yeah, be, I mean foam, it is sure. it's foam, so you're gonna get an indent, especially if you sleep in the exact same place. Right. Do you take Do you like take I care do. to like try to move around a little bit? Um, or do you just fall right I back into your own? Did for a while. Well, now I, I also have a weighted blanket, so I like go in oh. the divot and put the weighted blanket <laughs> on over it, really and it's just hole. like, <laughs> yeah. So I sleep in a in a hole that I have created. That's where you're comfortable. Mm. Why don't you just rotate the mattress? Can you? So Mine, you, you can't. can't. 
Yeah, because it's not it. you can't flip it. You can you yeah. can rotate yeah, it. Yeah, rotate it. Not but flip that's it, still rotate. if you're well, but if then, you're one but guy then you in end the bed. up yeah. Then you end up just sleeping on the other side from the divot, and then you roll into the divot over over the, <laughs> the old yeah. course Taco of the night. Syndrome. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> See, this is why that, I, that syndrome that we're all familiar with. Taco the bed. The taco bed. Everyone knows. You know. This is why I sleep perpendicular on a regular basis. You just mm. diagonal uh, it just, just every now and again. Just flop sideways on there. You wake, up with a, you wake up with a real bad crick in your neck. <laughs> but your mattress lasts twice as long, and that's what's important. Yep. I mean, I don't mind having the hole in my mattress because I sleep in the hole. <laughs> that's my favorite That's how place I've to solved me. the problem. <laughs> just liking the bad thing that happened. Here's a, here's a new, here's, I guess, a new invention I'm trying. It's okay. not an invention. A reinvention of myself. Oh, okay. I didn't Okay. <laughs> I was like, wow, you're inventing things too? <laughs> no, especially wait till you hear when I tell you what it is. It's, um, I've been listening to guided meditations as I go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never done that before. Oh. That's oh, new. Those are good ones. So, like, I need a salt lamp or something. Those are those are great. Another thing that I really enjoy is uh, there are sleep podcasts out there. Yeah. Oh. Um, I listen to one called Sleep With Me, which is this dude who just has a really weird voice and a really weird brain, and he just rambles into the microphone. <laughs> For like an hour. It's like having Chris Sundberg in your bedroom. Yeah, he just talks mm-hmm. about like, you know. <laughs> I don't know if that would help me sleep. <laughs> no. Starts off talking about Ferris Bueller's day off. And then he's talking about, uh, you know, uh, Ohio and uh, football teams and, and the interesting thing about football teams and the history of football and when they made the transition. That is yeah, and this one also. Yeah. There's one too that's just, it's an Australian guy who just reads like news stories really softly. Okay. I forget yeah. what that one's yeah, called. I can't sounds, listen to ASMR nice. though. Is it yeah. ASMR? No, he's just he's just nice. Like like if someone were just reading you a newspaper. Oh, that's kind of nice. Yeah. All right. That sounds pretty good. Yeah. I've been getting into the guided meditation though. Yeah, so I, I, like, I don't make it through like a minute and a half of those though. Like I I'm did like, it on purpose. I, I tried to find one that was like <laughs> for anxiety release and mm-hmm. and sleep. And I was like, th- yep, that's what I need. And there so it is. That's, it's been. I've been using those for. Uh, there's like a 30 minute and a 60 minute one on YouTube that's a uh, like guided meditation power nap thing. Oh. So oh. if I'm like starting to get saggy in the middle of the afternoon and need a need a little nap, then I just put that on for 30 minutes. It's got a little chime at the end wakes you up does it though yeah because i know what would happen to me i'd be like this is nice (laughs) (laughs) six hours later i'm like oh it's tomorrow well back to work (laughs) yeah there is there is not there's nothing worse than like the mid-afternoon nap that gets away from you Uh and you wake up and you're like where what day is it what happened is it morning (laughs) why is it seem like it's getting darker am i dying <laughs> how long have i been here <laughs> where was i supposed to be was i supposed to be somewhere what is it still what day is it yeah yeah it is yeah. the most disorienting like waking up at 7 p.m is the most disorienting totally oh, especially yeah. in the winter because it's, yeah. it's dark and you're like dark. i don't know if this is morning dark or night right. dark i don't yeah. know right yeah turns out there's pretty much just one kind of dark yeah um these days yeah, Speaking well, of these days. <laughs> the one kind of darkness is the future. Mm. The one that surrounds us all. Yeah. yeah. Did you guys see the, um, where was that again? The warning for the fire NATO. Was oh, it in Nevada? Oh, yeah, I sent it to you. Mm. Is was it, it in Do I say Nevada? Did no, just, I say yeah. Nevada. Do you what also say Oregon? No. <laughs> she also says Washington. Weird. That was just not my voice that came out. But anyway. Oh, the fire NATO in Nevada. Oh, the fire NATO in Nevada. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes, anyway, has anyone heard of this? Yes. Yeah, I saw it. I didn't have that on my bingo card. <laughs> yeah, an actual like weather thing, warning for it. Yeah. Like, wow. Yeah. The national like wonder, everybody look stuff. out. The the circumstances are right for a fire NATO. <laughs> God, speaking of Australia, do you guys re- realize that <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about it like five, ten yeah, minutes yeah, yeah, ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, Do you guys realize yeah. that the Australian wildfires were this year? What? They oh, were, yeah. It was like <laughs> that was six, January. It was like six months ago. It was January. Oh, yeah. my God. Jack does this every, to me every once in a while. Well, he'll, he'll text me and be like, hey, you remember when we almost uh, went to war because we assassinated that guy? Oh, yeah. yeah. That was seven, also this seven year. months ago. Also this year. Wow. Yep. Yeah, the time dilation from this crisis is is fucking insane. Really like, weird. Yeah. It's, it's very weird. That's very. I'm strange. glad, and but also I'm comforted to know that it's not just me. Yeah. Because I thought really, I mean, maybe it was like maybe I'm the only one who's just really this fucked up. No, I think like yeah. why why I 
talk about it so much and why I'm constantly bothering Leo about it is because I want to make sure that it's not just me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's like, no, everybody I talk to is like, uh, yeah. Because like dreaming? I, I had a theory there for a minute because I was going to work by myself and then going home, you know, just to, yeah. to home. And so I had a theory for a minute that maybe I'd missed a day and I had moved the weekend. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that I was like going to work Tuesday through Saturday and I didn't know it or something. Uh. <laughs> yeah. It could happen. <laughs> it could happen. Because yeah. there are times where I where I have to check my phone to know what day of the week it is. Oh, yeah. Like, I really put that on Facebook for a reason the other day. Yeah, I was like, no. oh, it's Thursday. Oh, I got oh big news. <laughs> I got an Alexa just so I could check. <laughs> <laughs> just wiring your house for surveillance just so you can find out what That's, day You know it what? Is. I am already surveilled. My I phone know, is listening. Is. I know. Yeah, we, we know. And I'm not oh my special. God. Now There's nothing. Facebook, <laughs> if you want to listen to me, fine. I get Facebook ads for things she's interested in. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. That's not really a surprise. Given no, I guess yeah. not. But they're not things I'm interested in. And it's like, yes. so it's listening. It's definitely <laughs> listening. Only because yeah. they haven't told you about it. But now you are. Now I'm like, wait a minute. Overalls? What? What? <laughs> Yoga overalls? No, yeah, that's a good point, actually. Leo, have you started getting Facebook ads for, like, midi packs and shit like that? <sighs> I don't think so. Now, let me know when that starts happening. One of Jack's <laughs> favorite things that happens sometimes when we're recording uh, at my house also is uh, because my Alexa's all answer to computer right, as the wake word. Right, which I word. love. Um, and of course, since we're talking about Star Trek, we very often talk about the computer. Oh, sure. Oh, and then so she it has happened. In, that bitch. It has happened several <laughs> times while recording that Jack and I have been mid conversation, and one of my Alexas is like, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. <laughs> Star Trek sucks, featuring Alexa. Yeah. Actually, I think that's our Steven. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, great. Oh, my, my God. <laughs> Wait, you can automate this? Hold you on. seem like you're much better at it than the his robots Alexa. took your job. <laughs> so, um, I was just trying to think of a command. I couldn't think of it. I was just like, Steven, um... Couldn't think of anything. Bezos mm. putting another industry out of business. <laughs> <sighs> I want to read you guys something, Um, not from the book that we're actually here to talk about, because I know that that's not what we do on this show. (laughs) Okay. Um, This is something that Jack and I have uh, featured in some of our bonus content before. This is a book called Back to Eden by a man named Jethro Kloss. This is a book. That that doesn't sound hot. It's Mm. Jack's favorite book. It's a book that we all found at his parents' house (laughs) and was like, oh, this will really piss Jack off. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And then took it. To, yeah. to do this to me. With yeah. Every. All right. <laughs> yeah. Um, the Classic Guide to Herbal Medicine, Natural Foods, and Home Remedies. <laughs> the Complete Original Text. And then this uh, is a, oh, it's this the whole thing. Tome. Good. This is a, yeah, it is a, it's a significant sized book. It's like, what's um, it, like three inches? That's a, that is a well, expensive ribeye. Is what we were not going to believe that was the whole thing. They had to put it in the... <laughs> 600, uh, yeah, it's almost 700 pages. 684 and pages. And well everything. Including the... Yeah, no, my dad has had this like since the 70s. It All seems right. like he's referenced it a lot too, which... Oh, he's probably really missing me. it. It's uh, <laughs> yeah. No, you'll see Where why. You'll, you'll see what remedy. the what the issue is here. Um, so we're going to talk about mm. peaches. Oh, oh, okay. Mm. Uh, it's peach season. I love peaches. That sounds well, so hang so on, knowing what I know about this book, can I make a prediction that yes, he's going to tell you to never eat peaches, <laughs> but if you if you make this some sort of peach enema, it will cure. <laughs> Any disease you can think of. Okay. Okay. Because right. that's how this is. That's an interesting goes. wager. Okay. <laughs> that's an extremely good guess. Okay. Um, he actually just doesn't mention the fruit of the tree at all. What? Okay. So he's so what substance is he actually talking well, that's, about? We'll get the there. bark, leaves, twigs, and kernels. Which oh. I think mm. would be the pits. Mm. Sure oh. would. <laughs> not, not the fruit. Okay. So the pits of peaches are famously poisonous. They contain mm-hmm. cyanide. Yeah. Botanical name, Amygdalus persica. Common names, common peach, peach tree, peach. Just says peach tree twice. What the fuck? Peach tree, Medicinal peach properties, tree. relaxant, demulcent, sedative, ar- uh, aromatic, and laxative. Murderer. <laughs> <laughs> common peach tree leaves should be on hand in every home. Oh, they what? Are, we always say that. <laughs> Where are my peach leaves? <laughs> Honey, are you going to Fred Meyer? Could you? Are you going to Fred Meyer? Can you get peach leaves? Seven. We We're, We're almost out. of out. seven or eight. Yeah, we need peach leaves. 
on hand. They are a laxative and exert an excellent influence over the nervous system. Used with good, good results influence. in whooping cough. Oh, well, good. Because <laughs> that's... It was uh, th this version. This final uh, version was put, put in like 1933. Okay. Oh. Um, good for dyspepsia, other stomach troubles, jaundice, inflammation of the abdomen, and will expel worms. Oh, a lot of things that can expel worms in this book. How, yeah. do, how does cool. one take a peach leaf in tea, a tea or just format? a chew? I'm sure, I'm sure we, we're getting. We now. should. We, yeah, I, I, I expect we'll get there. Uh -oh. uh, excellent for bladder and uterine troubles, such as scalding urine. <laughs> Whoa. Mm. Hot stuff. Inflammation, tenderness, and aching of those parts. Oh, those parts. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I know, I, you're parts. I know the parts I you're see referring what's going to. On here. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the urine parts. Uh, when taken hot in small doses, a large swallow every hour or two it will stop vomiting in cholera morbus. Mm. Is also a very effective remedy for morning sickness and pregnancy. The powdered bark or leaves heals sores or wounds. Well, that's general. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, oh, geez. <laughs> All right. I wildly gestured. My mic turned lemonade. Was <laughs> oh, it's empty. Felt victim. Jinx is well, just of course it is. flinging it's Mike's even. hard lemonade all around the studio here. Okay. Uh, Everything's fine. Like um, goddamn frat Anyway. Party. He does I'm not drinking, seem. I'm drinking a peach thing now. He's, oh. Yeah. I, he does not seem to say whether this is like a tea or a poultice. It just says take hot for morning sickness and pregnancy and heal wounds. Uh, the kernels or buds. So that's not the pits. Yeah, kernels the, or buds is the I guess the, yeah, the flowers the flower buds bruised right. and boiled in vinegar until they become thick are oh. excellent for baldness to grow in hair. <laughs> <laughs> excellent and <attract> the ladies <laughs> excellent for baldness just boil you some peach blossoms and get it right on there just rub that vinegar. thick vinegar on your head oh, oh my God. More effective than... Is this than the salad dressing or the hair tonic? I don't know which... Oh, okay. More effective well, than, than quinine uh, as a substitute for the purposes for which quinine is used. That oh. is, that so is for a, anything so you were using quinine for, for anyway. So preventing Onic? malaria. Yeah. yeah. For, no, actually no. whatever you were using oh, quinine okay. for, I, okay. it's could better than quinine for whatever so, that was. So making tonic water. Yes. Okay. Also. Just... Peach leaf tonic so does water. Does your dad rely on this book for his for his ailments? And no, I his, think his, his dyspepsia. <laughs> it's been on the shelf for quite a long time. Um, there may we haven't found any really valid uh, uh, suggestions. No, I mean here yet, but I mean, there might be some. Your your parents had this book during your entire childhood, and I just like to imagine. <laughs> Them whipping them up a poultice. Just doing this dumb bullshit on <laughs> yeah. you while you were a child. <laughs> Making me eat spoonfuls of peach leaves <laughs> when I got a tummy ache. Yeah. Now chew it. Oh, he's got the grip. Get the peach leaves. <laughs> we're out, but every household should have some. No. <laughs> Has anyone tried it for COVID? Mm. Oh, hang on. Let me see do. if COVID's in the. Uh, no. Oh, no. no. Um, and I brought another book that I, te I texted oh, yeah. you guys about. This is this book is very sp special. Book. Um, we uh, we can read it later oh, or is, now. This whatever. is the one you found at the dump. Yes. Uh, nice. So this book is called Wisdom. No, he didn't find this at the dump. He found thirty of these. I at found the dump. an entire <laughs> box of these at the dump. <laughs> wisdom <a> book. <laughs> wisdom from winners. <laughs> Insights for everyday living from great coaches and athletes. Oh. Compiled by Coach Mike Gottfried. Does anybody know who that is? Oh no, Mike. Steven. I do. Who, 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 is, who does he? No, you don't. no? Okay. okay. I don't know any coaches. Okay. No, not personally. Phil Jackson. Yeah. Is that a coach? No way to find out. So. <laughs> what does he coach? Um. Wait. Phil, I don't. Phil I don't Jackson know. Or? Oh, this no, guy. Okay. Mike. This is also the, this Microsoft? is what is that? Is the, that just little snippets? It's of, little snippets. Oh, it's it's a little like book. it's it's yeah, it's inspirational words, but the problem is it's it's broken up into like topics with answers, like so it's quotes from people on that subject. So oh. like this one so this page that I'm looking at just says being significant to other people. Gary Pinkle. Gary Because Pinkle? the topic for the section is defining a winner. So a winner is defined oh, as we need, being significant. We need a chapter on defining so, yeah. a winner. Mm. Oh, I see. So it's not you can't like pull that for quotes or anything. No, really. no. this isn't even good. Oh, there's a reading. section on the Bible. 
Mm-hmm. Why would we want to know what super, what athletes and coaches say you're about gonna, that? You're going to give it up to God. That's what you always do. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Want to thank Jesus? This. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> thank my oh. wife Kimberly. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. This is really great because he's he's listed the the Bible passages that these people have referred to, but uh-huh. has not listed the contents of those passages. Oh. Just like what you they go look at it oh, yourself. Just like what they oh, so this just says now. this just says Proverbs four twenty three. This verse encourages me to keep my heart diligent. I'm a, huh. so they're assuming that you also have a Bible in your bathroom. You better. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> I mean, do you get not? Right. That's literally the only place I'll read a Bible. <laughs> <laughs> huh. And even then, I'm going to pick the shampoo bottle. Well, I understand now why there were 30 of them at the dump. Yes. <laughs> yeah. There was a, a but, whole bunch of But imagine of them. the scenario. There's two scenarios here. Either someone ended up with a box of 30 of them and was like, whatever, fuck it, throw them away. Or what's his face there? The guy who did it had this last box of thirty, and he had to yeah. be like, I "It's guess never going to happen." Take him to the dump. <laughs> yeah. I ordered that's, I ordered too long of a print run, and it's just and never. I, it's, it's just never not going to happen. For me. I need to that's let go. That's hundred percent what I think happened. Yeah, I hope. So. And it's, I honestly, he here? I honestly I, hope. So. No idea. <laughs> I hope he didn't die. Oh yeah, that'd be. They sweet. would have handed those out at the funeral. Yeah, <laughs> they totally would have. They would have been like, he would have wanted you to have this. I should write a, just a terrible book, so <laughs> just that, to hand out to, yeah, so that yeah. people can be guilted into into taking one from I, beyond I, the grave. Okay, <laughs> yeah, just snippets of things you think of or say throughout the day. Yeah, yeah. just all of my Facebook posts. That's a great idea. Wise wisdom from Jack. Yeah, that's a great. <laughs> I'm 100% convinced that this is going to be a thing that people start doing. Assuming social media doesn't completely die out, uh, we're going to get to a point where that becomes a thing where you can like order and customize like a book of somebody's (laughs) Facebook shit after they die to be like printed off and given out at funerals. I think that's a great idea. It's honestly a pretty good idea. I would take one. I mean, from certain people. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, I, mean, I, I already, would take them and then I'd be like, mm, I already used it. Yes. And yeah. then it would go to the dump. Yeah. <laughs> no I, way, people are keeping mine. I'm a genius on that. Oh my God, <laughs> I <see Lay. laughs> That's like a gift for them, you know? And I would for sure order order one, like take one from like the old people who are like, Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Who are ty- who are Pants. Ty- all <laughs> caps. Yeah. Is my nephew on here? <laughs> Call Hi, Aunt- Bill. Call Aunt Judy. Stephanie, <laughs> honey, your cousin Gladys has the clap. Call your mother. Go Buckeyes. <laughs> Aunt Judy, all caps. <laughs> Post. Yeah. yeah. Where to vote? <laughs> I mean, not to... <laughs> Not to pat all of us on the back, but I'd also take one about, like, just pages and pages of arguing about whether, like, ten horse-sized frogs could defeat a thousand frog-sized horses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I contend you could uh, put some of our just, like, group yeah. chats into script format. And Absolutely. Have a, have yeah. Have show written. I was trying done. the other day to dis- to figure out how many horses, because just a thousand frog-sized horses is just not it's enough. not going to do it. The question at hand is, what is it? what is better or what is worse? I well, think it's what would win. Well, yeah, what would one, win in a one fight? One versus one, obviously the frog In a fight side. against me or in a fight against <laughs> each other? Against each, each other. other. Oh, okay. I completely misunderstood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you were part of the conversation. <laughs> I know. I'm only ever part of the conversation. Mm. Well, and it also, it stemmed from a meme that's been passed around uh, of that's like a nine grid of different things. So it's like 10 alligators and 50 gorillas and right. 10 uh, We don't need lions. to explain memes Okay, so in this case, it was... It <laughs> Do you was guys not explain memes on the show? No, Ten, not usually. Sometimes. 10, <laughs> ten horse-sized frogs right. versus 100... No, 1,000. 1,000 yeah. frog-sized horses. horses. Yes. Yeah. And I just... Yeah, I don't think 1,000... Frog-sized horses is going to be enough. No, I thought no, it I was. I, 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 I wanted that to like, be the answer, but then I came around and was like, no, the well, frogs are too really, powerful. Well, really, what really no turned me it's around? It's definitely horses. You think it's so? It's definitely the horses. Well, the frogs horses. Let me tell you what. Horses are smarter than frogs. They are, but let me tell you what turned me, what flipped me okay. on the whole yeah. thing, was the increased jumping capability of the horse-sized frog mm-hmm. like that motherfucker is gonna jump you could destroy it could take out the whole thing with like one leap just by landing on them and a horse-sized frog can eat like 
I'm going to say 50 frog-sized horses in a bite. I think it could eat like maybe two in a bite, but it would still do some damage. You've got 10 of them. But remember, as Jack pointed out, the average frog weighs 0.8 ounces. Right. Which that's what that's when I spun. I around. ran the numbers on. That's this. when I spun yeah. around. We're talking. I was a, like, we're Whoa, talking that's a, tiny. A horse the it's size a, or a frog apple. the size of a car, and versus a horse. a horse the size of an apple. Yeah, maybe right. not even an apple. Like yeah. maybe like but a matchbox car. Yeah, if I saw apple. a frog the size of an apple, I'd be like, damn, that's a big fucking frog. I guess I was yeah. imagining yeah. it more like a toad. Well, okay, you know? yeah. think of Just it for a fair fight. Think of it this way: a clementine. Horses are you usually in the wild? They run in packs, like right. they run right. with groups, so they're able to coordinate. Sure, way you better. Saying, way better. True. Hold on, they way better organize. than frogs. They're smarter, so they're and they're very quick learners. So, th- you didn't say it has to be like a hundred to one. It could be a thousand to one, and even a thousand frogs is probably could probably take down one horse. Maybe. You know what I mean? Like, Maybe. Mm. Maybe, especially th- if those frogs had teeth. A thousand of something is a lot. Like a, a, th- a thousand. That's of true. We say that lot. all the time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like. So uh, yeah, and the ho- the fact that the horses are like so much smarter. Check out our check out our tea public two. store where you can get a shirt that says a thousand of something is a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think they could take down one or two of the of the horse sized frogs, but I don't think they could take all ten. Yeah, the horse size the horse size frogs would probably take some casualties. Also, oh, I want to would- I want to back up. So you're <laughs> implying the existence of some sort of like Sun Tzu of. <laughs> Very small of horses. Horse. Yeah. That's going like to organize this. Fish. Yeah. <laughs> that's going to organize this offensive and strike where the opponents weak. A school, and, yeah. a school okay. of horses is absolutely smarter than a school of fish. And they do pretty yeah. good. But, yeah, they do so, well. Here, but here's, <laughs> here's the thing, though. Even in that situation, they're physically, they're going to have a hard time even climbing up on the frog on a frog that big. Because it's so yeah, but they're much just trample. They're just gonna like destroy. From but they the can't. Like you can't. Yeah, there's nothing for them like to that, trample on. How tall do you think just, frogs are? Just thousands this, of tiny. This frog kicks. is the size of a Volkswagen. <laughs> yeah, and most of it's on the ground. But there's skin. Yeah, because it's still a, it still has the proportions of a frog. So a right. lot of it is very low to the ground, which is which is available to kicking and biting. That's true. And do think about frog and skin. And horses can yeah. climb up its, it's butt. It's not strong. Right. Yes. They could do like the Ant Man Thanos thing. Totally. A bunch of horses climb up the frog's butt. Oh shit. To talk about that. Oh, damn it. Mm-hmm. That's a game changer. The frog's butt well, they will because right they have a whole panel of people planning out the whole <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah, apparently they have generals the in this situation. Yeah, frog squin so. is... Frog squin? Frog squin's frog not strong. skin is not well armored. So, like, one good horse bite is going to... Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, they'll probably get through... They may. They might get through it, but they're they just like little tiny clementine mouths. Just... <laughs> <laughs> Listeners can't see what I'm doing with my fingers. Pinch, but tiny little pincers. Little teeny little tiny, bites. Little teeny tiny little mouths. Also, so. uh, also, are we like talking like the average size frog? Like, did yes. you guys run the number? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Point, yeah. Point, point zero ounces. Okay, yeah. point zero ounces. Okay, yeah. point, uh, or point, point eight, eight oh, yeah. ounces. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Point, what did I say? Point zero. Frogs don't exist. Frogs, not real. Stephen does not believe in frogs, and he's taking a hard line on it. <laughs> Frogs uh, and wizards, not real. Yep, yep. <laughs> so anyway, the argument rages on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. I yeah. thought we had Clearly. this resolved, but no. <laughs> well, now I'm starting to come around. Because I was... <laughs> <laughs> Jack's on team. Mm. Jack's on team horse-sized frog now. I want team horse-sized frog to be the right answer. No, I was answer, always horse-sized frog, but I'm starting to think. I mean, frog-sized frog horse. Size. Sorry, sorry. Because yeah. I mean. We say it all the time, but a thousand of something (laughs) is a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Can't be oversaid. (laughs) It can. Now. I'm just going to design a shirt with a giant frog and a tiny little... A thousand something is a lot. Well, I mean, like, just says that. Imagine like a thousand bees coming at you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Upsetting. (laughs) I I frequently do. (laughs) (laughs) You can't even fly around really in that situation, though. So that's what I say. Like, if it's a thousand to one, because the horses are much more likely to coordinate, you know, (laughs) and like learn very quickly. Like, they're good. They work together well. And they're also really good communicators. Okay. If somebody is a scientist slash computer person somebody who's listening someone who can make an algorithm we need a model (laughs) yeah we need some we you're right we need some modeling i need a model i need to see it happen i need to you know yeah i need Mm -hmm. to see it anyway there was a uh shark week where at the end of one of the episodes they did like uh uh 
a computer simulation of who would win in a fight between a great white and a saltwater crocodile. Ooh. Oh, and I just remembered something though. Oh, Go on. No. I'm, I'm <laughs> no, actually that's surprised that's, that's never. Me. I mean, that has to have happened at some point. Right? I don't have I don't cable, I crocodiles. So. <laughs> crocodiles live in in shallower water, but yeah. I was hold on. Shut up. This okay. is important. Do your, okay. <laughs> I don't have cable, so I can't see it. I have to wait for Shark Week to hit Hulu or wherever it drops. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. HBO. I don't know. I'm gonna have to look into it. But HBO. I heard, I heard uh-huh. this year on Shark Week. Yeah. They're going to have a fight between a great white shark and Mike Tyson. Now, I don't know how this is going to look, but I can't fucking wait. Uh, I got my money on Mikey T. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. Maniac. I know, it's crazy. <laughs> I, just, I assume they would just be like modeling Mike's punching power versus a, a shark's ability to take a punch, right? Oh, I hope they're going to put him in a cage. I want to see it. I don't think oh, they're, they're going to do let it. They're real... not going to let Mike Tyson beat up a shark, you know. No, guys. I think we're talking, we're yeah, going to be talking data. out to think about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sad for the shark. I'm yeah. sad for Mike Tyson. The shark. Uh, yeah. Just swimming around, and then it's like, what is, what's Why? up with Who's this? Who's got beef with just, me? What the fuck? Just absolutely gets blasted in the face yeah, by Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. You guys no one deserves it. that. Yeah. You guys no. took that in a way different direction than I did. Uh, Steven, where do you stand on the, You want to see it or no? Oh, I want to see it. Okay, good. Big time. I want to see Mike Tyson bite that shark's dorsal fin off. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see the insulted look on the shark's face when he gets punched for the first time. <laughs> He's like, what the? Oh. Dude, <laughs> what what was what was what? that? Why? Why? What was that? Why? Nelson never does that we to me. We can't hear together. Could do that. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm really sensitive on my nose, Dick. God, everybody knows that. I like touch it for blood. Oh, God. <laughs> I think it's broken. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, Mike. Fuck you, <laughs> Dick. We're buddies. I can't anyway. Wait. Okay. I'm super excited. Um, so books, guys. Right. right. Never right. heard of them. Wait, wait, because I, I came up with an experiment before we're done with the okay. frogs and oh, horses okay, thing. Right. Okay, because yeah. here's how we can determine this. We get 10 Volkswagen Bugs. We get 1,000 Clementines. We no, just that's, that's... stand there and throw clementines at ten Volkswagen <laughs> bugs, and we check and we assess the damage. I see, well, a, pr- I see a problem with your experiment. Your right clementines yeah. don't have teeth. Yeah, they're not going to attack will like to... that. And but they're, they're also gonna... not being flung full force by humans. So, having driven a Volkswagen for many years of my life, I can attest that the outside of it was more resilient than the skin of a frog. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're uniquely positioned for this. But what about the windows? Thank you. <laughs> Still, even, even that, resilient. even that. Car, car windows. Have are you like, never torn a frog so, apart? Have you? Hard. Dude, God, no. <laughs> they're way harder to break than a frog. <laughs> yeah. My Haven't you seen that video of like the news anchor and he's like showing how easy it is to break into the car with the hammer and it takes him like forty-five tries yeah. to break the window and the hammer's just like bouncing off like it's a uh, trampoline. Well, I hit him once. It was great. <laughs> I'll do you one better. Mm. I've broken into a car, and it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> it took a lot of work. And I've broken into a frog, and it was easy. <laughs> it was like a tauntaun. That's what I'm saying. Well, check in with us le- next week apart, after guys. we've thrown a thousand clementines at ten Volkswagen bugs, and we'll just you, see how it goes. We'll check in with you. We'll check in with you. So books. Books, guys. Books. Okay, yes. so we're here to talk about a very specific book. Are we? <laughs> In theory. I mean, um, that's what's going on the episode title. <laughs> the Sirens of Titan. Mm-hmm. Did mm-hmm. I pronounce everything correctly? Yes. Okay, great. <laughs> Which, one of those those easy words. Which one of those words were you worried about? I don't know. <laughs> Mostly Vonnegut. <laughs> I finally it. said it. Yeah. Okay, thanks. Yep. You got, you got it. Uh, uh, it was published in 1959, and it was his second novel. Yes. There's some information. Okay. Yes. Okay, now I, I would like research. to say. Oh, we're done talking about that. They're great because I. <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk about it. I really like this book. No, no, no. I, when I, um, so as, as I've been designed on a dime. Right, thing, right. Swapping my, around. My house, right. So um, I haven't even, I haven't done, I've done jack shit except that. Sorry, Jack, no offense. Mm. I, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's actually our word, but go on. <laughs> Yuck. I gotta go. <laughs> Hardly even like looked looked at like the group chat. I just saw that we were doing it. I saw that there was a name of a book. Uh-huh. I assumed it was a Star Trek like mm, right, novelization right. of yeah. a Star Trek episode or something. Amazing. So I was like, great. I don't have to talk about that at all. It wasn't until I got here just now mm-hmm. that I was like, oh, this is a Oh, a book. Yeah, Vonnegut. I, right. Oh. Yeah. I also yeah. thought it was some sort of Star Trek. Like, um, we probably should have 
fan fiction anything. Maybe plan this before yesterday. No, <laughs> this is how you go. I don't okay. follow. So why don't why don't you guys briefly, Leal, tell us about this? Well, he book. has a party to get to in a half hour. Yeah. So yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so I'll, I'll go. I'll go first because okay. this is one of my favorite books. Okay. okay. And I, and like Gun to My Head, Vonnegut is probably my favorite author. Okay. Um, wow. So this is kind of a like a. Like a, if the Cohen like late period like post Big Lebowski Cohen brothers wrote a sci-fi script where oh. it's like a lot of a lot of shit happens, none of it. It's 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 very nihilistic. Like none of it. It's funny. There's a lot of there's a lot of laughs, but like also like none of it really means anything. None of, it's of consequence. Like it's it is just a, a story of. So one of the things I love about Vonnegut so much is that he's one of the most quotable authors of all time because he doesn't. He's not like super flowery like Pinchon or something where it's like, well, this paragraph's been going for three pages. Wonderful. Um, he writes very simply but very powerfully. And one of the things that the main character says um, at one point in the book is uh, people were asking him, well, how did you get here? And he says, I was a victim of a series of accidents like we all are. Ooh. Um, so which is kind of, <laughs> yeah. Um, which is kind of, yeah, kind of the central point of the book is that like kind of everything is accidental. Nothing's really going anywhere, but everything is also very complicated in service of fucking nothing. Right. Um, so, hmm. huh? It's it's a very funny read. I can spoil the plot if you want because the the entire book has the structure of kind of a shaggy dog story type joke. <laughs> oh. Um, where it it does it. You're like, this is getting somewhere, and then, like, the thing it gets to is just, like, just a complete fart in the wind. Like, <sighs> Oh, no. I have read. I've, but, like, in, but in a funny but way. In a, okay, okay. Like, in a tragically funny way. Okay. Yeah. I've uh-huh. read some Vonnegut, and I enjoy him as an author. Yeah. And it had I realized that I this was, was gonna, an actual book, I, I might have actually, like, you still can. Oh, I'm. Yeah, it turns out. I, you can read it anytime. <laughs> Am I on the on the subject of Vonnegut being quotable? I want to uh, read the the one line, probably my favorite line from the book. And this is when one character has uh, had his memory wiped and been shipped off to Mars to become a soldier, as one does. Um, mm-hmm. And he keeps having his memory wiped because they have this like obedience thing. And when you're disobedient, they wipe your memory. But he's figured out a way to like leave notes for himself. Uh, himself. Uh, so this mental. is on the note to himself from himself. Is that uh, what it's about? And it says, <laughs> it says, Unc, the big trouble with dumb bastards is that they're too dumb to believe that there is such a thing as being smart. Mm. Which yeah. is so That is very of the moment. <laughs> That's good. Uh, but so yeah, it's, it's a very, like, it's, it's a very enjoyable book. Although when in, in reviewing it before doing this recording, I don't know, the nihilism kind of got to me. <laughs> yeah. You I gotta be in the right frame of mind. Cause Vonnegut is, is, He's, he is both a humanist in that he, he genuinely like loves people and wants them to be happy, but also incredibly like black-hearted cynic um, in the in the sense that he doesn't think that's probably going to happen. Right, and right. He sure wishes it would, but oh boy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but the odds. You the know. odds. Because, yeah, the, right. like kind of the um, the end of the book is that you you figure out how all of these things tie together and what's been going on this entire time and that none of it fucking mattered whatsoever. And basically everybody who thought they had free will just didn't. And everybody's well, including like people that thought they were, cause everybody's sort of, there's just layers and layers and layers of people using other people and everybody that thinks that they're on the top layer just fucking isn't. Yeah. There's one guy who is about the church. Hold on. <laughs> well, the guy that Jack's talking about does story. start a, a, essentially a yeah, cult, is a, starts a, a new religion. Church, yeah, there's a new religion started at one point in the book um, on Earth that brings uh, lasting peace and, and prosperity to the planet, but through an inc- incredibly cynical manipulation of people and and the waste um, of, I don't know, 100,000 lives. Um well, that sounds like a way to do it. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, bring, it brings peace to the planet by convincing everything, everybody that God doesn't care about them. Is yeah, basically. basically the, yeah. The yeah. Church of, it's called the Church of God. <laughs> ah, I knew it was coming. It's, okay. it's called uh, the Church of God, the Utterly Indifferent. And, uh, <laughs> and okay. yeah, it just says, like, Sorry, no, like, you're not, if things are going good for you, that's a fucking accident. If things aren't going good for you, that's also a fucking accident. So just 
Try to be cool. Try, Try to be cool about yeah, it. Yeah, just come on. Quit being all not cool. Don't be so not cool about it. Uncool. Um, but so Vonnegut, this is his second novel. His first novel was called uh, Player Piano, and it's like more of a standard sci-fi novel about automation. And this one is still pretty much follows the arc of a sci-fi novel, but you can tell like he's stre- he's 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 a very he's a very strange man, and he, sure. you can tell he's like starting to just be like, all right, I I still work at General Electric. I'm probably going to work here till I fucking die. My first novel did okay, but it's never going to be enough to pay the bills. I've written a bunch of like, I've read like his early short stories because like this is back in the '50s when people just paid for short stories yeah. and like people read Reader's Digest and shit. Yeah, and it, so he wrote a bunch of like Reader's Digest ass short stories that are just like absolute like trite bullshit. Sure. And then, but, so this was the one where it's like, what if I was just as weird as I wanted to be? And he's not quite there compared to, like, Breakfast of Champions, which is a deeply strange novel. <laughs> um, but you can tell because, like, the sci-fi elements are, like, kind of hand-waved away. A lot of them don't make really make sense. Yeah, it's there's no sort of like, science to it. There's like, no science to the sci-fi. It's Venus, just, like, uh, we Venus just went is, to a different planet now. Yeah. <laughs> Check it out. <laughs> Venus is, uh, is populated by a two-dimensional life form. Oh. It's Mercury, but yeah. Oh, sorry. Mer- yeah, Mercury. Well, yeah. you know, one of the you inner know, planets. One of the ones. No, yeah, one yeah, of those, yeah, one of those guys. Um, the, but yeah, like they, they the also summary. they can they can breathe in vacuum by taking oxygen pills and then just holding their mouth closed. I you know totally like you do. imagined yeah. breathe and vacuum. Yeah, I can breathe in vacuum. I can breathe sure. in vacuum. Um, <laughs> um, I liked how I in can't. The little, it's like, very hard. <laughs> the little summary I read was talking. It was I was like you know, glancing over it. Sure. And it was saying that like, they're just in a place where when something else happens, then they come to life and they're there. Yeah. And I was like, well, that, how can you, and I was like, yeah. oh, I see. None of this is a lot of shit. Matter. A lot of okay. shit just happens. Yeah. And it's like, you know what? Don't worry about it. We're moving the, we're moving the, it along. And it's like, fine. Fine. Yeah. You yeah. Know? We're just yeah, in the, the next place now because yeah. we're reading the, a book. The titular Titan is, uh, one of the moons of, is it Jupiter or Saturn? I believe it's Saturn. Uh, Titular, but uh, Titular on Titan, the gassy giant. yeah, Titan is a, is a, is one of the moons of uh, of Saturn, and uh, they just establish that one of the characters is able to create a breathable atmosphere and breed a bunch of giant plants and shit. Well, one of the okay. so All one right. of the characters is basically Doctor Manhattan. If you guys are familiar with Watchmen, um, Watchmen, it's weird. You like if you read this and then read Watchmen, you're like. Oh, this is just the Sirens of Titan. It's a graphic novel. It's a graphic novel. It's a graphic novel. It's also a movie, but the... Oh, the graphic novel. Yes, Watchmen, yes. It's also a movie, but the movie is awful because it completely missed the point of the book. But it's also a TV show from HBO that was very, very good. That's where I've seen it. Oh, a TV show. But the TV show functions as a sequel to the So it's a graphic novel Oh, is it that far off of the... I haven't read the Yeah, no, the TV show is explicitly a sequel to the graphic novel. Do you know what show I finally started watching? This is apropos of absolutely nothing. Mm. Um, be, but only because Netflix was forcing me and it kept telling me that I would like it. And Netflix I finally was like, was fine. Um, Umbrella it? Academy? No. Floor is Lava? No. Okay? No, but that is great. I've already watched <laughs> Love that. It. Love, Love that. it. <laughs> um, Killing Eve. Mm. Oh, oh, oh my God. It. it was in every, like every page. I, everything was like recommended for you. Killing Eve, Killing Eve. And I was like, I've never even fine. seen that. That makes a lot of sense. Isn't that it's Phoebe really Waller-Bridge? Good. Didn't she like create that show? I don't know who that is, but okay. From Fleabag? Oh, I don't know what things are. A show that is recommended and I have not watched. Oh, absolutely watch Fleabag and also watch the British show Crashing, which is different from the American show Crashing, which is about comedians, but the British one. I have seen that. Okay, yeah. Yeah. And she plays very similar to the same character that she plays in in Fleabag, but but Crashing was before Fleabag. Oh. I don't know. I don't know if that fits her or not, but I know that it's good and it's got... um, Eve. Shit, the woman she who dies. plays Eve. You know, now, she was the, on the, the show guy? everybody watched, the Grey's Anatomy or whatever. Oh, Sandra the, with the Oh, puck, oh the, I was going to say with the puckery Pat, lemon face. Patrick, no, Sandra, Patrick, Sandra Oh. Patrick Swayze. No, not Patrick Swayze. <laughs> Patrick Dempsey. It was Sandra Oh. That's her. Oh. She's oh. in it, and she's fantastic. She's she's okay. Great. It's anyway. Anyway, oh, and that was Patrick just, Dempsey I just was in that, that movie. Can't you can't buy love. That's right. <laughs> Turns out you can. 
<laughs> with a suede Word. with a suede jacket. That's what stain it, removal. That's what it costs. Is a is a suede jacket. That movie was about getting a red wine stain out of your good jacket. <laughs> <laughs> that was why I take. Haven't away. seen I it. Know what's happening <laughs> now. Okay. Um, do you guys have any uh, final thoughts on this book? I do. I got a couple. What do you think? Have you read it? No. Oh. <laughs> No, I don't have. I mean, I like her. I've re, I've only read Slaughterhouse Five, so I don't. Yeah, know that's the one that like everyone yeah. reads in high school. And, yeah, and I, I honestly, I I know why it's assigned reading because it is about a major historical event, um, and it, it it is it's good, but I would say Sirens and Cat's Cradle and uh, especially Breakfast of Champions are. Kind of the other three. Well, this is the one with read. Ice Nine. Is that That's Cat's, Cat's Cradle. Cradle. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Is that the? Is that a rapper? <laughs> Ice I, lo- I love his raps. <laughs> that was a good book. I read that a long time ago. Yeah. That's my rap name. Um, <laughs> I, Vonnegut's always been a person who I have always been like told that I'm supposed to read, and I think the more I've been told that I'm supposed to read it, the more I'm like, it's the whole jinx. Eh. Have you seen it yet? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah. I have that. I have that same thing with movies and TV shows. Where yeah. I'm like, yeah. stop telling me to. Yeah, stop, don't, don't tell stop me that. what to do. Yeah. I'm just not. Turns gonna out watch I'll do Breaking it in the Bad. end. I don't care. I'm not going to watch <laughs> The Sopranos. Leave me alone. <laughs> I don't care. I did enjoy The Sopranos. I finally broke down like like last year and watched it. <laughs> Was it actually? Good? I haven't seen it since it originally aired. I have no idea how it's, it's like. Held I'll up tell you, but it's interesting. Awesome. It is. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. I've been watching them. Well, I haven't really been watching, but they've been sort of peripherally on. Um, my oldest son Max started watching them. Uh-huh. Max was born in 1999. Yeah. Right mm. when Sopranos was. Happening. Happening. Yeah. Right? So he's watching this, and it's from a time he doesn't remember at all. And I wouldn't think of. It's a period piece. It to is him, now. Which is crazy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know. And it is because it's like, he's like, and it shows. Look at them just pick up, look at the size of the cell phones or like, mm-hmm. you know, like a toaster. <laughs> and like, yeah. you know. Well, and the fact that they have cell phones at all is meant to convey that they're living yeah, in luxury. Well. Right. And yeah. it's like, yeah, that's. But yeah. He'll, he'll say things, you know, he's like, is this what it was really like? And I was like, yeah, isn't it pretty yeah. much how it's still like? But no, not really. That yeah. was like you could just go to the airport and pick up your friend at the gate or whatever, you know? And he's oh, like, yeah. That, yeah. who does that? You know? Yeah. Weird. I yeah, was I thinking, finally watched Sopranos last year, too. And I oh, was yeah. like, damn. Like, that, it is absolutely <laughs> held up. Yeah. Like, it, is it is incredibly really good. entertaining. It feels, <laughs> like a, it feels like a period piece. Like, it feels like a really well done yeah. period and it, piece. And it probably, will, <laughs> so it probably will more and more as time goes on. <clears throat> yeah. I had that same, I had that same thought about, because um, I was watching Twin Peaks. Oh, yeah. For the first time. And I was like, this, because it was filmed, it wasn't filmed as a period piece. No, but, no. It, but it captured, like in the, like in all the costumes and stuff, mm-hmm. It now it seems like almost a parody yeah. of the time that it was filmed in. Yeah. In, in its aesthetic. And it's like, that's an exceptionally talented thing to be able to do. Sort of like Napoleon Dynamite was kind of like that. It felt like a period piece, like it was in the 80s, but it was yeah. really just to like show like, how back right. like it was just slow like, Jerome is. <laughs> yeah. you know? like, like, no, no, Eastern Idaho was still in the 80s in yeah. 2003. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which I thought was like, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tucker uh, is obsessed with Twin Peaks. If you ever need anyone just to be like, and what the hell was that one thing? Mm. You just tucker it up. Yeah, I've noticed that actually. Yeah, he's right. pretty into it. <laughs> Um, he likes that. He gets that from random people sometimes, just when peak <laughs> conversation. So it's okay. I did have one final thought on the. Uh, oh, right. the I love book. the final Books. thought. Yeah, book. Was, mm-hmm. Which was just something something Leo said earlier that kind of that got me. And also, our podcast is about Star Trek, which right. we have talked about a lot this episode. No, <laughs> we haven't. Um, but no, it's it the the way that he just kind of moves it along by saying like, look, we have we have pills that can make you breathe on Mars. Um, you're on Mercury now. It's fine. This side's not in the sun. It's fine. Yeah, you know, and like <laughs> you're down like in a cave, and there's air down there for some reason. Right. Great. We're, and it we're just out. and we're just going to keep this story moving along because we understand that you care about the characters and you just want to see what's going to happen. Um, oh. Is something that uh, Star Trek is not very good at. That oh. is true. Oh, really? Yeah, I was explain. <laughs> do they over-explain things on? They Star over-explain Trek? things. They also they they also don't make you care about the story or the characters uh, very often. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the, and we're on we're in uh, season two where we've got a couple of episodes left of, of season two, and once it hits season season three is when the show really starts to 
get its stride and i think you've been saying that for a while <laughs> well we've been on season two for, like up season two is objectively shit so one season two is a slog come on they re- they replaced uh one of the main characters because apparently the actress had beef with one of the producers at the end of season one and he fired her we can relate um mm-hmm. and uh and so replaced her with this woman who just the character never finds her feet she doesn't find where she fits in and she just is really grating almost every single time that she's on uh, on screen yeah. uh and two season two was written uh after the writer's strike in 19 i think it's 1989 um so they had less time to finish all the scripts and it is glaringly apparent in many of the episodes there are like there's so many of them are like this is a first draft or or worse this is like two different scripts that you just sort of put together you just sort of sewed together like some sort of frankenstein's monster that's what i was going with (laughs) i i forget which it was one of the one of the first it might have been the first episode in this season but we were both like this seems exactly like an episode from last season Mm. except they decided to take this path rather than the other path so it's like i think this was this episode was literally a draft of an episode that they had written for season one and they just went oh what if we tweak like these five things and uh uh, just read it. Nobody'll notice. It's yeah. fine. Yeah, it'll be fine. It's a bad show. <laughs> <laughs> it's so a, far, it's a wonderful program, and, uh, and it's going to get it. better in season three, Jack. That's what we hear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So is that's it, that's the thesis generation? of our podcast. That, <laughs> yeah. Are you next generation? We're next generation. Next generation. Yeah. So what do you rate this book, everybody? Oh right, we're supposed to rate it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I rate it three sirens. Oh, oh very good. Okay. Because I think that's how many are on the cigarette ad. Yes, that is correct. Oh. So it's it's there's a, <laughs> there's a cigarette ad that it's anyway. It's in that's, that's it's where in it comes. It's, it's like Prego. It's in well, there. Well, that's where the, that's where the name there. comes from. It's barely it's barely oh, in the book. Oh, sirens. It, yeah, it's it's three like, hot women on. Except they're just oh, that. They're like, sirens. That are like yeah, we'll check out. Yeah, not the woo woo sirens. Was, the woo woo. You know. yeah. 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 The hey, come over here and crash your boat kind of sirens. Yeah, that kind okay. of sirens. All right. What do you rate it, Leo? Um, five tugs. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you got one in. You got one in. Did it, <laughs> Stephen? What do you rate this book? One. Okay. <laughs> Fair. Okay. All right. What do you think? Um, I enjoy not explaining things, and so I'm going to give it five cans of beans. Ooh, that is high praise. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give it a two point three. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Across the board. Yep. <laughs> Not bad. <laughs> the Russians are tough. The Russians are tough. <laughs> yeah. I'm exci- I, might, I might read it. I think you should read it. <coughs> this might be part of your new transformation. Oh, so oh. the one thing the one thing I was going to say is like out of all the like canon of like books that everybody's like you have to read this is so profound. Vonnegut's like one of the easiest authors to read and it's not like it's not doesn't mean you're not going to get a lot out of it but like his prose style is like it's readable he's not trying to like do anything too fancy that's great Um, and but he he, he writes very well but it is it is very plain spoken Um, yeah and his books are short like I've read I think I read Cat's Cradle in like one afternoon how many poops Because that's how we time the three poop. Mm. It's about a three. But yeah, three like a, yeah, yeah. Most of them are like three. Okay, yeah. that sounds great. <laughs> Depending on your specific <laughs> digestive situation, I suppose. I mean, what have you been eating? Is it a log ride? <laughs> is it an in What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> any any parting words, anybody? Because I'm just wrapping this thing up. Apparently, I, I want to go I, fuck yourself. I figured yeah. we're trying to get trying to get Leo to his party. Leo's I was just gonna party. just gonna. I feel like Costco hot dogs are a little too girthy. Mm-hmm. You know what? I stand so by it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They are too girthy. They are. It's obscene. It's a little, it's a little embarrassing. I don't want to see that ch- when I'm out in public. There are no. a lot of children. Like, you just can't just casually take a bite of it. It's no, like a it's whole like mouth stretching like, thing. Ah, yeah. It's not... <laughs> Honestly, there's a lot of things that are too girthy. Let's just put that out Let's there. Let's right be now. real. <laughs> no, I mean, I yeah, feel but not like a it's lot the, of things I feel you're like expected to take one bite of. You know, like a burrito is like a two biter. You right. know what I mean? Here's the thing is that hot dogs should be like the regular hot dog size. Standard regulation you, hot dog. Right, but you can't charge like a bunch of money for that. So if it's like a restaurant that's, true. that's selling yeah. them, they want to be like, they want something that they can sell you for like, like $8. <laughs> and you just can't charge $8 for a regular wiener. So you need an obs- uh, obscenely large wiener that nobody can get their mouth around. <laughs> In general, yeah. That is the thing. It is the thing. <laughs> Unless 
It is one of the like 2 a.m. drunk street hot dogs, in which case I would pay $10 for that. Oh, and it's just a fucking yeah, hot right, dog. Sure. But, you know, Anytime. but in the moment. Yeah. Yeah. I would sooner You're a vegetarian, Brett, so you don't know. The 2 a.m. drunk hot dog. Oh, I've had a, a veggie dog from that that place. No, it doesn't count, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, it probably you does. You don't I'm sure know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just, just face it. They have veggie dogs there? Uh-huh. Now I want hot dogs. Yeah, me too. Everybody mm-hmm. always does. I don't know why it's so novel. You know what? Don't you? Here's what I think we should Every do. Every day. Yeah. As a, as a wrap-up, yeah. I think we should sing the hot dog song since we ended on this. Okay. 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 Right. okay. okay, here we go. <coughs> Five, six, seven, eight. Don't go to bed without a hot dog. You'll be sad because you don't have a hot dog. There. There it is. All right. All right. Okay. Well, Boom. thanks for listening to these two episodes <laughs> of... Oh, I, I just remembered that earlier. I was talking to my wife, oh. uh, and I said that my my new catchphrase is going to be squish. So, <laughs> so after from now on, after I say something funny, yeah. I'm going to start saying squish. Okay, got it. Great. All right. Good. Okay, that's a good thing to start doing. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, um, everybody, wear your masks and wash your hands. Stay fresh. Mm-hmm. Cheese bags. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in. Do you have a thing you say at the end? I say goodbye sometimes. Oh, okay. All right. Well, bye. Where no man has ever gone. <laughs> Whatever would we learn? What knowledge would we gain? Like you upon the morning blossom or candy for the brain. Place the books within our hand. Discuss them anyway. Grab your tea and have a seat, we're overbooked and that's okay.